We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully... You're off work, but luckily for you, old, dirty show and team will have the latest. And the latest is, as we know, the Texans are uh, one of the teams looking for a new head coach, and they have requested interviews, requested interviews with uh, Jonathan Gannon and, uh, uh, and Shane Steichen, the Eagles offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator Ben Johnson, uh, the uh, offensive coordinator for the Lions, uh, D'Amico Ryans, uh, uh, the uh, D.C. Uh, uh, for the 49ers, and another defensive coordinator. Um, uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Giro Avero, uh, the Broncos defensive coordinator as well. Added to that list just now, Mike Kafka, the uh, Giants offensive coordinator. That just coming down in the last uh, 15 or 20 minutes ago. Got some for you. What? E Giro E Vero. E Giro E Vero. Hard E's, bro. Hard E's. Hard E's. Hard E's. <laughs> I think it's Evero. I, I mean, I looked it up. It's E dash. Bo- both names are, are, are pronounced the same in terms of the uh, in terms of the key. Take your word for it. In, in a key, when it says E dash, do you say it's E or do you say it's E? I think the boss is he's gonna come in and tell us. I think he said it yesterday. He told us yesterday. Just, said, I, I, I thought just, he said Avero. Avero. I mean he very well may have, but I'm just telling you, like what in, in a pronunciation. Clint just doesn't listen. I don't think he was in there yet. Yeah, uh no, odds are I didn't listen. But, but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I think odds are that you didn't listen, but I don't think you were in there yet. Um uh no, but Mike. Hey, Kafka. I'm a professional, damn it. I looked it up, show. I know you did. I looked it up and according to the pronunciation key, it's E Giro. E. Vero. E. Giro. Get the boss in here. I know he's listening. Why don't you come in here and say it when you get a chance? Uh, you can come on, make your your on your on air uh, debut, and, and let us know how to pronounce his name. Uh, but um, the latest is Mike Kafka uh, coming out of the the Giants. Uh, but before that, he was years years in, in Kansas City under Andy Reid. And, and Clint, he is he is intriguing. Uh, a lot like the OC. With the Eagles, guys, I love guys, Clint, that have worked in multiple offenses. Like, I'm, I'm cool if you, if you like, Kyle Shanahan has only been in one offense. That's, that's cool. But I do like guys who have been with Andy Reid. Been with, here he is. Here, come, come up, cut a, cut a Michael. Here we go. What, what is it? What is it? Because you, you were in Denver. You know, how, how do you, how do you pronounce the, the Broncos' defensive coordinator's name? Tyler, do you have a drum roll for me, maybe? Oh, uh, I can find one. <laughs> no, it is Ejiro. Ejiro. Evero. Evero. Get out of here. Was Come it? on. Did it? Yeah. Hey, I wasn't even in there. You two hard heads sat in there, and he told you all this. 
Damn it, I love what you. What do you say all the time? It may or may not have changed from what I told you guys yesterday, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> you son of a... You really... Watch yourself. I said, no. son of a... I, I didn't go full That's the boss, pain. man. What are you doing? <laughs> Come, Come on. on. So hey. You did change it. That is not what he said yesterday. I, hey, I didn't change the way he pronounced his name. Apparently, he did in the last six months, okay? So, so we were way. all right. Uh, now, Ijiro... Don't Ijiro. let him off the hook, Ijiro, boss, man. Don't Ijiro. let him off the hook. They talked talk to me Ijiro. like I was a, a straight dummy. I didn't talk to you like it. Listen, oh, I'm not, oh, yeah. it. No, I'm Tyler, not confident in Tyler it. Tyler cut his eyes at me like, man, shut the hell up and do the show. That's, that's basically what he just no, did. No, he, no, he should no, listen a little. He came on the air and said it. See, this he is what. This well, now is we have it on record, we so we're good to go. Record. Well done. Appreciate you coming in here, boss man. Appreciate that. I really appreciate it, actually. Damn. I wasn't well, wrong, I though. Huh? I wasn't wrong, though. He said he may have no, said that you. pronunciation I, I, first. I, 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 thought, I thought that's what he said. Well, I mean, here's the moral of the story is, is that, 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 that we should probably Google it no matter who in the building says it. <laughs> Come on now. Somebody in the text and said he... Somebody texted oh, and said, that, we're up. Yeah, we're up. Somebody texted and said the boss man sounds like sleazy. All right, so now, so now, so now, Parker, Brandon, Scott, and Cecil all sound alike. Is that where we are? <laughs> oh, he sounded like skeezy. Oh, geez. Nah, he he doesn't sound like skeezy, uh, did he? All right, all right. The latest here, man. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, as they look to uh, to reconstruct. Their uh their organization, they plan on potentially trading DeAndre Hopkins this offseason. My my thing with this is is Clint. Obviously, we got to see DeAndre Hopkins in his prime, and hell, you know, based off this past year, they may still be in it. But we got to see him in his prime. He'll be 31 when the season starts. Like, do you do you think that DeAndre Hopkins is still a coverage dictator, a guy? that is still close to the guy that left here. Like, is this Ooh, is this man. is this a guy that you can add to a team? Like, we watched Tyreek Hill change the Dolphins. We, yeah, watched, yeah. You know, we watched wide receivers. We watched A.J. Brown go in and help change the Eagles. Well, I, is, this, is he that I, guy still? Let, let me, I'll preface it by saying that. Like, I haven't, I haven't studied DeAndre Hopkins' film since he left. But, but just knowing his game, looking at the production that when he has been healthy that he's had – seeing the highlights that he has put together. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is not a guy that, that won because of speed. Like this, that's, that's, why I, that's why I love like the, the, the thought of uh, – oh, I mean, hell, he's not coming back. But like, that's why I love DeAndre Hopkins in his game is because like, he doesn't rely on the ability to run past everybody. Yeah. Right? He, he is unbelievably comfortable and powerful – with somebody in his hip pocket when when somebody's con, you know playing through contact and things like that. So uh, you know, I haven't studied the tape so I don't necessarily know 100%, but I I'm pretty confident saying that yes, I think he's got tread on those tires for damn sure to be a guy that's a man-beating and ultimately a coverage dictating type of wide receiver. Maybe not to the level that he once was to where you just every time you you leave a corner on an island, you're damn near going to pay for it, even if it's Jalen Ramsey. But but definitely, I feel comfortable that he is still a a a, a upper tier wide receiver, man beating wide receiver in this league. Yeah, because I, I just I just wonder is he is he a guy that can because we watched it this year like yeah. the receiver is becoming more of an impact and his importance is raised 
Uh, hell, we watched what happened when he got to Arizona. When he got to Arizona, remember they were like seven and zero. Like yeah. they they started mm-hmm. off, and then you know things happen. And it'll be interesting to see what happens here. I don't think there's a return here for many people are are asking. Not a chance that that, that he would come here. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what what happens with him moving forward. Five o'clock fire. This is one I wonder how many Houston fans really check up on this deal. So this Carlos Correa thing has been insane. First, he was setting a record second set, setting contract for a shortstop, was going to be the fourth highest paid player in the game when he was going to uh, agree to a deal with the San Francisco Giants. 13 years, $350 million, I believe. That fell through with the physical. Then he was moving to the Mets, and it was over 300 for double-digit years. That fell through. And there were still thoughts they want to have conversations, but maybe at a smaller deal. Now he's moved to the third deal that there's been an agreement on pending a physical. Clint, he is a uh, 200 over six years. This could get up to 270 uh, with uh, with certain uh, years, but right now guaranteed six years, 200 million pending a physical. Clint, again going back to the Minnesota Twins. Now, listen, I, I I wonder what this physical is. The Twins, you just had him. You just, you just, he just took a physical to, yeah. to play one year for 35 with you. Like, I wonder what would, what would stop this here. This is wild, Clint. It, it's wild, but, but I, I was talking to some of my, my, my partners last night when we were watching the National Championship game. Like, it's wild, but he's making out like a bandit. Yeah. I mean, you look at those numbers, show. I, I just did the math. I mean, over six years of of baseball, it averages out to thirty three million per uh, per year. You average that that fifteen year or thirteen year contract out that he originally had with the Giants. It was twenty seven, uh, just under twenty seven a year. I mean, he yeah, he's got not getting. Maybe he's not getting the you know the comfort. Of yeah, the yeah, maybe security, the, the, the security and the commitment of a of a thirteen year deal, and 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 you can walk around and beat your chest. But ultimately, who gives a damn? Because in a year, somebody's gonna sign one longer. Somebody's gonna be the bigger man. Forget about all that. I mean, he he ultimately, on average, hell, the first three years, he's making ten million dollars more per year than than he than he would have. So. I don't know, man. I I look at this, and this is like Kirk Cousins. Like Kirk Cousins said, "To hell with the security. Pay me that high high per year amount. I'll take a little risk with it." Now it's not quite Kirk Cousins. He's damn near was going year to year with with franchise tags. But but the the years as the years shrunk, the per year amount continued to climb. And so, I mean, look, I know he wanted the long term deal, but shoot. I mean, you're looking at six million and more per year. Able, he should be able to get another deal afterwards. If yeah, he plays to the way he is at 27 right now. I mean, it'd be 33 when that that, that deal yep. gets up. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens with the physical. That that's the big part because he's been here twice already in the off season. And something is happening with this plate. It's an ankle, right? It is. It is and confirmed like at some of the ago. ankle. Yeah. Nine years ago, he had this surgery. And, and, he's got and, some weak ass ankles. He may, but it hasn't shown to be weak in the last however many years. I, yeah. just, so I don't understand. Yeah. It's an odd thing uh, moving forward. So we'll see uh, what, what happens with Correa. Five o'clock fire. All right, uh, Clint, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs, not only did they beat the brakes off of them immediately, Jalen Carter just declared uh, himself eligible for the draft hours after 
Uh, they won a national championship for the second year in a row. Clint, my uh, my thought is you watched him. How how much of a possibility do you think he should be for the Texans at two? Seeing him, understanding how terrible this run defense has been yeah. and how much they need at that position because Roy Lopez uh, isn't it. it, it um, how, how, how serious should he be? Oh, I, look, I mean, there's a lot of there's a ton of evaluation that has to be done, and and but at the end of the day, if 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 they watch this kid's tape and he is a plug and play, um, immediate starter, immediate difference maker, um, which you would hope your number two overall pick is, um, you you got to go get him. I mean, you, you this this is one of those guys where if the quarterback's not it, one of the two quarterbacks isn't it. If 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 Chicago or somebody else drafts the one you wanted, and you got to go elsewhere, go away from quarterback and and D tackle is where you want to go. This is it. I mean, I, look, I, I think I think Will Anderson's got a hell of a highlight tape. I think Jalen Carter's got one hell of a, a highlight tape. But when you look at how this game is played um, at the college level and the pro level, I mean, more so at the pro level, but definitely both is right now. If you've got if you've got an, an interior defensive lineman that can wreck shop that that forces offensive lines to to dedicate a double team to that player, then you just give yourself a huge advantage at the linebacker level. You give yourself a huge advantage against the quarterback being able to push the pocket from the inside out. Um, if if he is everything that you and I know him to be in terms of just watching him on on, t- on the TV cuts. Then um, yeah, you got to go get this guy. Yeah, we'll we'll see that. Watching that yesterday was like, mm, uh, what he would do, how he would change this defense. Yeah, well, is, I think is, the, is insane. No question. Show the excitement of. Now he's of, not more important to me than the quarterback. No, agreed. That, but. Agreed. You got the, the the quarterbacks, two quarterbacks, and then you got Jalen Carter and Will Anderson right now. By the way, real quick here, uh, Rams coach Sean McVay. Whose, whose future is in limbo, has permitted his coaching staff to search for other jobs without resistance, per sources. McVay said in a staff meeting that he doesn't know what he will do next year and won't block those who want to explore other opportunities. What is going on with Sean McVay? 36 years old in L.A. with a with a guy in less need, man, that's in win mode right yeah. now. I, I think he wants. I think he wants to be in that TV booth, brother. Yeah. I I think he he don't he don't he don't won the big one. I think he wants to be in that TV booth. And he can make more probably in the TV booth, can he? I would imagine. I don't know what he's making now. I mean, mean, hell yeah, he could. I mean, I mean, mean, Gruden Gruden six years ago was making ten million a year. Yeah, Tom just got what ten years, three hundred plus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, he could. I would imagine he could make more in the booth. Um, it's a it's a a much much less stressful life than what he's living right now. Um, and, you know, let's be honest, he, he may be looking down the, down the, staring down the barrel of a no first-round draft picks, bunch of bunch of veterans that were he's, difference makers that now don't want to play either. He's staring down that barrel. Come on, they man. ain't got no first-round picks. All right, uh, coming up, more of the drive. And I heard uh, Brandon Scott wants to defend himself. Oh, perfect. Oh, B. Skeezy wants to defend himself. Brandon Scott, the man who said, Houston is not a great sports city. There are more 
bandwagon fans, and he is from Houston. I cannot wait to hear him defend himself. That's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Oh boy, man! You uh, you said you said I'm on fire here, B. Scott, and Barely I saw, saw it. it. I saw it. I said, "Oop, okay, that's going Barely in the rundown." Easy. Uh, what? Uh, listen, before I'm, I'll read the tweet. I'll read the tweet, and I, I just want to know because this is this is one. Sometimes, Clint, Clint, I think even you, you, we all know. There's sometimes we go, we hit send on a tweet that oh, we've yeah. constructed. We know. All right. Ready for this one? I know. I know. I'm gonna get a little. I know I'm gonna get a little pushback. Ready for this one? Or, or, or yeah, I'm gonna you, get some response. You just walked across the, the front yard after it rained a bit and kicked an ant bit. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. And They're I'm all ready at for the it. top. They're all waiting for you to kick, and you you just hit send, and then it, there they go. Sometimes you don't even know it's going to. Like for me, I said, "What? Yeah, Davis Mills isn't a quarterback." And I, I didn't really think that was going to just lose it. But, boy, it went, went crazy on folks. You thought you was just talking with good sense. And then there's sometimes, you know, all right, I know what's going to happen. You had to know this. This is you. Houston is a great city. Great in all caps to, to make it feel better. Great city. But not a great sports city at all. Football, baseball, or basketball. Oh, my God. It's a bandwagon sports city because there's enough other fun stuff to do here to, to occupy time. If the teams are good, locals will support. If not, they check out. All right, that was, that was you, Brandon. I'm yeah. telling you, it, listen, the trailer rule and frame text line, I don't know if you went through it. They, yeah, I, they, I did. They were, not, they were not happy. Like several, I think Gus told you to suck it yeah, uh, straight yeah, they, up. There were, there, were a, there were a lot of requests for favors that I don't think were yeah. were, were genuine. So bandwagon, that, 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 felt, a lo- that felt a little strong. Yeah. Like what I said as somebody as a as a as somebody who's only been here three years and outsider, I would I'd say that I would position Houston more along the lines of L.A. and uh, Atlanta, Miami, Miami as yeah. opposed to you know Philly, Boston, Chicago, yep. that stuff, Detroit. But I'll let you defend yourself. Go ahead. Yeah. I, so bandwagon. First of all, having this conversation 
on this radio station with that audience with this text line I think is very interesting because obviously the people that listen to our station and are passionate enough to participate on our text line would not apply to this logic. They wouldn't be grouped in to this bandwagon sports fan that I'm talking about because those are the passionate fans that we would be talking about. So, oh yeah, so if, if they're if they're still dialed in, they are passionate as hell, right? Yeah, but, yeah. you can, but you can also look at the greater, right? Right. That's like what you can, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's easy to internalize this and hear me say something like that or read a tweet like that and think, oh, he's talking about me, the passionate Houston sports fan, and I and I, I kid you not, to a T, to a man, everybody that has get, given me pushback on this at all has themselves been the passionate Houston sports fan that I am not talking about. I would say, hey, okay, so that's you, but what about your inner circle? What about outside of your inner circle? And honestly, I think there is some recency bias that goes with the tweet because think about it. I mean, think about my experience as a 33-year-old lifelong Houstonian, okay? And so that means that I lived through as a child the transition from the Oilers leaving town and having that five-year stretch of not having professional football in town at all, and you could attribute a lot of the, the excitement with the Texans being uh, in part football passion, but also in part the newness of it, the novelty of it all, right? And so I experienced that as a child. I also experienced as an adult, as a young adult, the Astros tanking and being bad for however many years and went to games at Minute Maid Park where I could buy a ticket for $10 and then work my way down to a good seat. Like, I've been there for that. And then now we're experiencing the apathy with the Texans as they go through this through this struggle. And I don't think it's unwarranted. Like, some of the like some of the, the lack of passion, the dispassion, the apathy that you end up finding, I think a lot of the organizations have earned it. But to me, it's still a fact. Like, I watched this happen with the football team. The, the way, when I was a kid, the way the Astrodome looked at the end before the Oilers left, okay? the way that Minute Maid Park looked during that stretch that I'm talking about with the Astros, and the way NRG Stadium looks right now where I've been saying for weeks that the N in NRG Stadium has stood for neutral site. Like, it's just an observation that is, I think, independent of the actual audience that we serve here at the radio station and the people that text in to that text line. What hurt you, man? <laughs> what got you so here, I, man? I, I quote tweeted what, something. Like, well, I was yeah. gonna say what got, I, what but got let me you? Say this. Was it the Rockets? That no, Clint thought just, it was the Rockets. I'm thinking, man, he watches a lot of Rockets. This has got to be like you had. I, I figured you were watching the Rockets, and somebody set you off, and it was like. But you know what, though, Clint, <clears throat> and show honestly, man, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I, like some of the pushback that I have appreciated was has been the, the idea that this is accountability. It was even Brooks, Brooks Kibina, who y'all had in here earlier, was like, "Hey, man." I don't know if it's just straight up bandwagon as much as it is the fan base being jaded at times and, and feeling like they haven't been served properly and been given sort of the the product that yeah. they could feel like they could rally around it. And I think the organizations here and the institutions here should be held accountable for that. So I don't think it's necessarily, and maybe you could look at it as a backhanded compliment, like y'all are actually good sports fans because you hold your teams accountable. But I don't think it's necessarily the end of the world to not be a super passionate sports city when the pro sports are not doing well. And I should have specified pro sports because that's what I meant. You got folks that'll go to, you know this, Clint, you got folks that'll go to to a Baytown League, to a Yates game, to to North Shore, Katy. Like, you got people that care about their own built-in institutions more than anything. Like, that that is there from a sports culture standpoint. But for the, the Houston pro sports teams, 
It's like if they good, we there, and if they not, you know, let us know when they when yeah, they get really? good. Really? Hmm. See, I don't. We, know. We've seen it happen with, like each, said, with you, each and every one of the teams. You guys, the three of you, you, Clint, Brandon, and Tyler have obviously been here longer than I have. You're an Astro buddy, as you said, you've been here 33 years. And Tyler's Excuse a psychopath. were you an Astro buddy, too? I was not an Astro buddy. Yeah, I was Tyler's not an Astro a, buddy. Tyler's a psychopath um, when it comes to, like, Tyler is the person you're definitely not talking to as a passionate sports fan. Bandwagon, like, to me, it, like, I don't feel like that, 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 that the Houston sports fan is just like, all right, when they're good, that's when I'll, uh, I, I, I ride with them. Like, I, I don't know if I feel, I don't know if, I feel like that's strong. Because I think a big point, and maybe it's just football, but a big point of how long it took for them to not sell the seats out like they did at NRG. How long it took before they got to a place where, as I understand, as as embarrassing as it is, almost every one of those road games being outnumbered by by fans. But for, what, 20-plus years? But they see, were and, they, and and the Texans weren't good. Yeah, but see, right? I I would argue that aside you're about the from the newness. Yeah, well, even aside from just selling out the seats, though, like they they've done a good. It's a big enough city, and there is enough passion here to sell out a stadium. Okay, it's got. I mean, we got millions of people in this city, but I would. I mean, I would still say, like, think about it. Yeah, but the, you got a lot of people riding with you on the trailer well, well, the text line right now, and 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 the Texans themselves right now have admitted branding and identity issues and i don't think it's all just tied to the losing per se but that's part of it and and so like even when they were even when they were losing and they were drawing crowds did anybody feel that the the texans had taken over the 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 city the way uh the way other you know nfl teams have like i like i i just haven't especially as a native and as somebody who was here you know old enough to have been here before the texans had caught on before they were established and it could be the newness of it i still have not felt like you know houston is synonymous with the texans or the astros or the Mm. rockets outside of when they're doing good the astros specifically there but i i like Talk to somebody from out of town. Talk to you. Like, when you think Houston, before you got here, when you thought Houston, did you think Texans? The Houston Texans or the the, the Houston pro football team? Probably not. I, I thought football. That's it, Texas. I thought I thought football. But you thought Texas and in a more Houston in, in being in Texas and football in a more generic no, like, sense. Like I said, for me, I like I, I did feel like it wasn't like Chicago, Detroit, Philly, Boston, like those places where it is everything. Like it. Where do you it, rank Dallas in that? I mix? think Dallas is. I think Dallas is just below, like that cut. I think Dallas is much closer. People don't want to hear that. I think Dallas is a much more passionate. You live there. I, I think they're a much more passionate. Yeah. No. I. I think fan I think, base than, than, than re- relative to. Here. I don't want to talk about the whole fan base, but relative to just the NFL franchise fan base. Especially I, I the think, Cowboys, yeah. but they get yeah, they have the Cowboys, so that changes the calculus because they they have a local team that is a national brand, and that helps them there. The tech, the Houston does not have a local team that is a yeah. national brand in that way or a worldwide brand in that way. Like we we'll share these videos on social media, what it looks like at NRG Stadium, and people will jokingly say, but only half jokingly say, "Man, you can get a better crowd than that at a Katy game, at a North Shore game, yeah. at, at, at Barnett, at Butler." At Delmore. Comments. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, it's there. It's there. Yeah, someone said that you've been taking them drugs that Aaron Rodgers is taking. I don't know. 
No, I don't. I don't have. I'm not that bold. <laughs> Fresh out of the punch of karma. I'm not that bold. Stay on the regular. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, Cal McNair. He spoke yesterday, and he didn't speak a lot, but he spoke a lot through Nick Casario. We'll discuss everything that went down and how this changes things coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. I didn't mean to get you excited there. No, man. No. Thought we got a bonus yeah, or something, Yeah, living man. a different life, Jack. Living in a different life. All right. Uh, appreciate you, B. Scott. It's been a fun day. B. Scott joined us uh, here in this hour. Brooks Cabina, he was fun. Check out the Odyssey app. Uh, he was with us at 340, also at 240. Seth Payne. Uh, by the way, Seth Payne, Sean Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast tomorrow, 730, Clint. They will yep, have yep, yep. Nick Casario live tomorrow at 730. Nick Casario live. And also, show we had Seth on a little earlier, and, and he may or may not have got a little heated. We had Brooks Cabina on, our Texans insider, a little earlier here on the show. So, uh, if you've already downloaded the Odyssey app, well done. Um, you can use that rewind feature to go back and hear any segment that that uh, we had today, this show in the loop or Pain and Pendergast in the morning. Um, if you hadn't downloaded the Odyssey app, I don't know what you're waiting on. If you're out there listening right now, pull out your phone. Uh, just search for the Odyssey app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. And make sure you're listening uh, via the Odyssey app because you can take it anywhere. Jog, office, kitchen, right. home speakers, wherever it is. You can take us with you, man. So we appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Yesterday, yesterday was to me, I think, a really big day in the organization. Um, Lovey Smith being fired. Okay, yep, they fired. Hell, they fired four coaches in the last four years. So we we've, we've seen or three coaches. Three years. Uh, sorry, four, no, four coaches, three years. Yeah, but they had they didn't fire Romeo. Romeo just was able to. Okay, they fair. Fired Bill had, that's right. That's they right. fired Bill gotcha. O'Brien. They fired Dave Cully. Fair, and they fair. fired Love, the Love Meister. Um, can I just real quick, man? Can I just hear? I hear him say where he's from one more time. I know you had that locked and loaded. I'm a, can I hear Big Sandy just, just, just one time, Tyler? I, I, By way of Big Sandy, Texas. Damn, man. Mm. More of that, right? Mm. Remember when I said my mom's a big fan? He said, "Is she from Big Sandy?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, is she from Big Sandy, Texas? Big Sa- nah, hell no. Nah. She ain't never seen. By way of Big Sandy, Texas. She ain't never seen with the team, Big Sandy. There's a um, hot link place that I used to eat at way back in the day. That's the one I'm gonna miss gonna the most. Unload it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, hey man, there there's some there's some interesting things though, man. That, it felt like a change though. Cal McNair he spoke uh, and, and said, Clint, he's going to be much more heavily involved in what's going on. Much more heavily involved in what is going on in the hiring process uh, of the head coach. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, I, look, I I didn't know where you were going with it. I mean, is that you going? No, I'm uh, just I'm yeah. I'm get I'm gonna get to it though. Yeah. All right. I I didn't know where you were going with it. Yeah. My goodness, here now. No, he's gonna be much more involved in the hiring process. So much so, this is uh this was Kyle McNair yesterday, uh as he uh as he spoke to that. For this hire, I'll be taking on a more active role in the process. The league has done a great deal of work to establish an equitable and inclusive head coach hiring process which we fully support. The structured process allows us to begin the head coaching interviews virtually this week, and we can begin interviewing candidates in person after the wildcard games. 
As we conduct formal interviews in this process, Nick and I will operate very transparently and keep the media and fans updated on our progress. Listen, man, with the moves that's been made over the last half year, firing uh, uh, Jack Easterby, stepping in with this, Clint, this doesn't feel like lip service from the owner. This feels like Cal McNair is, is, is really going to be involved in this process. And really, it's shown already when we look at the names that have been released, the type of candidates that they're interviewing are going to request to interview. You can already see right now that this is a change, and Cal McNair is actually going to step in and have a bigger role. Yeah, look, and, and I don't know how involved he has or hasn't been in the past. Uh, um, I, I'm one that's of the belief that he he uh, unfortunately hired people and trusted that they would do uh, do right by the organization and, and ultimately win, and, and they ain't won in any way, shape, or form on or off the field. So I don't know what the hell's been going on in the past. I, for one, am glad that Cal appears to be heavily involved right now. Cal said four things for me, show, in, that, in, in his time with the media yesterday. Uh, some of which were, were were in that piece of audio that you just heard, um, that I think I think uh, as a fan and I think the fans um, ultimately care about. I, he was very specific out of the gate when he said Nick Casario is is an elite talent evaluator. He, that that's something you that's something that you like to to really really hone in on and be super specific about that. Whoever's your head of scouting, right? Um, whoever is, and, and ultimately your GM, part of what he does is is evaluate talent. But he was very specific with Nick Casario uh, of of him being an elite talent evaluator. He didn't he didn't say GM. He didn't say manager yeah. of people. He didn't say communicator. He didn't say leader. He he was very specific. Um, and 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 I think that's done for a reason. I I don't think you call your GM an elite talent evaluator without some level of thought put into what exactly you're fixing to say. Um I, I thought that I thought that jumped off the the uh, jumped off the screen immediately or out of out of the radio immediately. Um I thought he said we have a plan, we'll execute together to your point again, emphasizing we and we will uh execute together. And then he said for this hire, I'll be taking on a more active role uh specifically publicly no gray area that's black and white he will be taking a more active role which leads me to believe that in the past he hasn't been as active uh or involved as as he will be this year again which is very very um to in, in my opinion it's good it's welcomed um and then i think the way they ended it show or the way he ended it, the way cal ended his comments was absolutely huge man mm. i mean he like publicly unprovoked um he says we will operate transparently and keep media and fans updated. Once again, I don't think the owner walks out and says we're going to operate transparently unless they feel like in the past they haven't only been closed off to the media, but they've been probably um, uh, to a certain degree dishonest. Misrepresent, rep, you know, at misrepresenting. Least, at least tried which, to hide. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I just, I, I think, I don't think any of this was coincidence. I think Cal was very calculated, no pun intended, with with what he what he did here. Um, and and I, I just, I picked those four things out that I think he was very specific in saying. Um, and, and I, I personally welcome it, not because I think Cal is all of a sudden going to flip the script and be this, you know, top tier, um, you know, just owner in the league that's going to just drive a hard bargain and and 
and and you know rule with an iron fist and put his foot on everybody's throat. But ultimately, I think the guy that's got the most to lose needs to be involved. With what the hell's going on in Houston at this point in time? It's gotten that bad. Yeah, from the uh, text line, trailer rule and frame text line, uh, Cal McNair is going to be too much involved. Uh, uh, fellas, uh, or Cal McNair is going to be much more involved, fellas. Homeboy can't even talk without a script. Welcome to 10 more years of him talking about uniforms or whatever. Listen, it can't be worse than what the hell they've they've rolled out here in terms of the hiring of the coaches. Like, literally, David Culley. And, and, and David Culley's a nice man is one of the worst coaching hires in the history of this sport. Like, one of the worst. When you think about everything that he was going to have to do, like, he was going to have to be the mouthpiece. At least you'd, now, granted, they didn't know that Deshaun was going to be involved in the other stuff, but they knew a huge talking point was going to be Deshaun and having to handle and navigate through Deshaun wanting to be traded. And they, so one, the coaching part of it, and then two, the mouthpiece part of it, like you could sit down and understand like that was not his strength. That was not going to be his strength to go up and be the mouthpiece to have to handle these type of questions every single day. Him, J.J., all the stuff going on. It was one of the worst coaching hires ever. And then Lovey, they just panicked, and nobody else was And they were going to hire Josh McCown. It can't be worse. And I'm going to tell you right now, thus far, seeing the seeing the type of people they are – requesting to interview with all people that other teams are requesting to interview with all people that you would feel uh, there would be a level of, of excitement or at least confidence that, all right, we got a real yeah. head coach. That's a real person for the future. They went through and hired at least two guys that they never, ever had a feel of a long-term person, at least lovey and David Cully. I cannot believe that they ever thought well, these guys are going to be long-term fixes. Maybe they did with Josh McCown, which is a whole other thing. But now they're actually hiring and interviewing people that makes it just think about some of the, the best coaches who have been coaches the last couple of years. The Texans didn't interview some of them. They didn't interview them. So, like, you could say, oh, boy, Cal, he can't read a script. Uh, can't be worse than David Culley. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, 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 I'll add to that show is is that this one with Cal involved and in, in taking uh, the initiative to 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 publicly say we're going to be transparent and I'm going to be more involved. Um, the the sense of urgency um, in, in in how they've gone through the process to this point, firing Lovey. Um, which I'm, I'm not. I'm not to those out there that don't think Lovey should have been fired. That's fine. That's not the point. The point is, is that the organization felt like they needed to move on from Lovey Smith, and they moved on from him the night they hit the ground. They didn't wait four or five days. They they they, they didn't wait four or five days to have conversations about philosophical differences and all this kind of jive. They just said, "Hey, man, it ain't. We're, we're going to go in a different direction. Cool. Wash your hands. Move on." To, within within 24 hours. They had a list of five coaches, to your point, show that made sense, head coach candidates. So the urgency in which they are moving, uh, the pace in which this process seems to be coming together, plan seems to be being executed, is, again, in a, in a professional manner, in a competent manner. And look, we're at the very beginning, uh, but, it, but we're, we're pointing out some differences of Cal clearly being more involved, which, by the way, 
Cal is clearly more involved. Absolutely. I mean, I, I just completely I, I'm, I'm, th- I'm thinking about it. Like I'm thinking about like as I'm reading these these four points is like, I mean, he literally says, "I'll take a more active role." I mean, how do you how do you view this 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 head coach search? Um different than the other well he's telling you i'm, I'm going to be more involved now unless you just think he's lying and he's just full of smoke that's fine too whatever you think but you listen I to mean, nick casario who later spoke yeah nick nick even more yeah, I mean, pushed that towards no uh, this is a joint decision like before it was the mcnairs have trusted me to make the decisions my man up here talking about he's giving recommendations to the owner the owners yeah. have the last yeah like you hear you hear nick 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 understands it's a different ball game. I agree wholeheartedly. I I, I don't know. I, I don't. The one thing when I listen to Nick is that Nick, at the very least, has been told your seat's hot. You know, I, I don't know how long it's going to last. I I don't know. I don't know all the details of what's led to it, but Nick Casario absolutely one hundred percent feels the heat. And I I personally personally I'll be honest with you, I, I prefer this Nick. I prefer a Nick Casario that can say, hey, man, look, I'm disappointed in myself. Hey, man, look, I, hey, hey, look, I, I, we got to get this right. Hey, man, look, we, we got to fix this. Like, like I, I, I prefer. He said the, the clock is ticking. Dude. Yeah, the clock is ticking. And, and, and look, I, I prefer this this Nick Casario over the word salad Nick Casario that that just literally. Uh, you know, talks about utilizing, re- which he did this too, by the way. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't do it, but but I, but there's got to be a, a a human element in there that that is more relatable. Usually, you know, a lot of times he went off in the utilizing resources that are readily available, and um, you know, the, the taking talk, con- talking about taking con- uh, inventory and uh, you know, all these different processes and. Uh, his the, his responsibility to evaluate this or that, and it's just one of those like, man, you, you're asked very simple questions, man. They may be hard to answer in your shoes, having just fired a head coach. They may be hard to answer in your shoes because the seat's hot, but you're making five million dollars a year, man. Come on, like I this, I prefer this Nick Casario if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, he goes back sometimes, but yeah, we'll we'll see moving forward. We'll see. Well, it, it, Damn sure a different Nick Casario. By the way, that guy, Nick Casario, he will be on 7.30 with Payne and Pendergast, right? 7.30 a.m.? Tomorrow morning. I'll be listening. I'll be taking the kids to to school and be listening to uh, to Seth and Sean uh, sit down and have a conversation with the uh, general manager. You won't be going to hey, the dentist, so. Yeah, get that dentist appointment scheduled up, man. Get them teeth cleaned up, yeah, I'll buddy. take a look at it. All right. Um, get it done. Clint, great job. Tyler, great job. Thanks to everybody who joined the show. Coming up behind us, it is back. The best of today is back with Figgy and T-Mill. Coming up right behind us. Boy, I know I I better be all over that thing. I tell you that, I know that. All right. uh, I am Ron the Show Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Do you eat like an adult? Do you go to the dentist? I, I work with two kids. grown men that have some 12-year-old tendencies. I don't need to talk to Brooks before I get on this man's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. 
Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.